Welcome to Strange Tales from Outer Space, episode 35. My name is Doc, and I still have the background music playing on my player, because that's totally what's supposed to happen. <laughs> oh my god, why can't we have one podcast where things go right? We will get it eventually, <laughs> I swear. I promise uh, you. We try every week. Every week we legitimately try, and we're like, yeah, we got it, guys, we got it, guys, we got it, guys. And someone had to, had, had to. this time it was me. Anyway, yep. my name is Doc, and I have with me, as always, my two awesome co-hosts, Indigo. Hey. And Krug. Oh, hi. Sorry. Oh, sorry. my God. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm just making sure that everything is good with the stream, and I wasn't listening. I'm sorry. That's all right. Sorry. And every week, we bring you news and community updates from the world of Wildstar. And this week, it's going to be very community-driven as well. Not a whole lot of news, per se. A few things we've already been covering in depth that would just have an official opening and release to them. <clears throat> so let's just get into it. Start our weeks off. Uh, Indigo, how was your week this week? Uh, my week was cool. Um, I actually finally, finally went. Uh, people are talking about housing in chat right now. I finally went to Moose's house for the first time ever. So uh, that was actually really fun and really cool. Uh, other than that, uh, changing some stuff up with uh, work. So that's really, really awesome as well. Uh, but something that I feel really, really bad about, and literally as soon as we hit uh, stop recording last week, oops, um, uh, I f totally forgot to thank everyone uh for operation pester it uh it worked very very well and uh i'm very very thankful for everyone it went so well we got an official response which was hey guys shut up hey hey stop or maybe i'm paraphrasing that stop. it was more like guys 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 we get it we we heard yeah you. We got it, Operation Pester. The other really cool thing is I actually buy, bought a mic stand for my microphone, so my mic isn't like 10 feet away from me like it was before. So, uh, yeah, I'm excited about that. So, Indigo and I actually have the same microphone, but his is black and mine is white. And now that I can see his in frame, I want to sing, Ebony, Ivory, Together, Ivory. Okay. <laughs> that reminds me, I need to upgrade my mic really soon, too. Yeah, you do. Or maybe the two of you sitting should sitting in my car. Well, the two of you should be in the same place at the same time. We could have last night. It could have happened last night. Just saying. <laughs> uh, well, uh, Krug, how was your week? Uh, my, am I going first? Is that no, I just oh. went. Oh, I thought you were just thanking people. I thought you actually had something happen in your own week. But I guess I should have realized he, he got a new mic stand. It was a very I got slow a new week. Mic stand. Hey, spend money. We went to Moose's house, and things are changing at work. In Wildstar. I, 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 don't, I don't know how to... Okay, okay fine, fine, you're right. <laughs> it's like a bitter married couple. God. How was your week, honey? It was the same week as every time! I wish we could <laughs> taxes quite a bit. My week was great. Uh, nothing terribly exciting happened. I'm hating uh, daylight savings time quite a bit, even though it's only the first day. Uh, last night, I stayed up very late uh, because I accidentally... It's going to sound weird. I accidentally drank an energy drink that I didn't intend to drink. And then um, it affected me quite powerfully. And so I, I basically stayed up all night like watching Family Guy and other crap. It was just, it was the worst. And now I'm in the morning and it's it, it was just horrible. I, you know that stomachy feeling you get after like a heavy night of drinking? That's kind of what I have right now. Because if I didn't drink a thing, I just had a monster. <laughs> Uh, I don't know why it affected me so powerfully, uh, but I'm not going to do that again. So random. Yep. Just like one. I used to remember when I used to never drink energy drinks. I went to um, Costco for the first time and they got samples every Sunday. 
and someone like one Sunday they passed out samples of Monster, and it was like the little taster cups, like a little shot glass. Like here, guys, take it. It's not at all fucked up for your your body at all. Sure, guys, I'll have some. I have one. I was like <laughs> for the next three hours, just jazzed up on everything. Oh, yeah, man. so I'm not doing that again, even though, I mean, I'm doing it right now. But whatever, I'm not doing it again after this one. That's the called addiction. My fridge. After those two and this almost done one, I'm never doing it again. I have some Red Bull <laughs> in my fridge, too. After those... And, and then when I go to the store and, and get then after more, I get some more from the store, yeah. then this. we're done. Yeah. We're completely done. Just just super done. <laughs> yeah. I'm addicted. How was your week, Doc? My week was, oh my god, real life smacked me in the face last week for the grand majority of the week so i didn't really get to play almost any games this week i hopped on briefly on wednesday for my like little short stream i do for fun and um i went on to some veteran ship hands with das moose and uh, rabbit bush baby and that was a lot of fun it was just organized chaos it was funny looking at the way different people play the game because moose and i were like pull the big thing pull the big thing pulling the big thing and we had like four big things and <laughs> And Rabbit just looks, just listening to us over over chat, and we're laughing about almost dying. And she's like, "I swear to God, you guys are horrible." <laughs> no, well, no, no. I watched that stream. I was there, and I'm pretty sure Moose said, uh, "This is the only time I've ever died in this ship hand." So I'm gonna say, since I know Rabbit and Moose have done it together. Whoop! That's my phone. Uh, I'm gonna say it's your fault, Doc. I will say this: it is really hard to stream because when I stream Wildstar, I get up to like a 400 ping. So I'm a legitimate lag behind. So I'm missing interrupts when I really shouldn't be. It's it, it gets actually a little annoying. Mm, it's also a ship hand, and you should know better. Fair point. <laughs> <laughs> and then I finally got over my week on Saturday night. A friend's birthday party happened. We spent the whole day what he calls the great hunt, like the wild hunt and old ye old lore. We literally go from comic book shop to comic book shop with a specific goal in mind. And my goal was to finally start my collection of the IDW TMNT series, because I'm a big fan of the Ninja Turtles. Wee. I finally got a lot of that, and then that night, we're sitting there at his place, we're drinking, and I'm sitting there on a weird, a, a random skateboard ramp, having a beer, and then this monster just comes up and goes, ah, Jocko! And just hugs me and just is like, what is, who is this? Oh yeah, it's just Indigo. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so it was a good day. I got the comics I wanted to. Uh, I Indigo and I hung out, and I've completely... argued, bickered. Oh yeah, lots of arguing and bickering. It was I don't like know what you're talking about. I got on to vent today with Indigo, just the two of us, <laughs> for maybe like five minutes, and we were you know talking and we were working on on stuff. Uh, and then Doc comes in, and we're all talking, and they start talking about that party, which I wasn't at. And Which you should have been it just turns into yelling. It's just <laughs> straight up screaming. And I didn't prove you. I proved you wrong. You didn't prove anything. We've established a few blah. things. Me and alcohol, I have every courage in the world except for the courage that matters. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> that was a very eloquent and vague way to put that. Mm -hmm. Boom. <laughs> and then I, I woke up this morning on International Women's Day, which is oddly enough a 23-hour day, for which makes no sense at all. Uh, just a random observation, and here we are. Woohoo! That's pretty good. Is... Okay, so I'm, I'm not. We're not going to get this into an argument, but soon, but we're going to ask this question, and we'll go into news. <sighs> when you guys, when people in the chat You're hear baiting. the word, when you guys hear the word, whoa! I, I just want you guys. Who do you think of? All right, Doc, continue on with the story. I just let them fill it out. Whatever they want to say, whatever it is, just. Just okay, so crates. 
We'll just leave it at that. <laughs> if you know the actual woe, we'll leave it at that. And we'll go on to the strange tales of the week. And like I said, this week there's not a whole lot of official news one going on in Wildstar. Two really cool snippets. And the living lore is out for this week, and it is called The Fall of Grismara. And really what it is, it's a series of short snippets on Grismara, which if you don't know, is the homeworld of the um, Mordesh. And it follows Victor Lazarin his attempts to create and perfect the Everlife Elixir. Because for some really weird reason, the Mordesh were absurdly obsessed with living forever. I mean, every culture is. But to the point where they use all of their alchemical and scientific skills to create a potion. And if we don't know anything about hubris, is that there's a, there's a huge fall after it. And uh, we got to see a little bit of what happens when they take the they find the Everlife Elixir. They're dealing with the Dominion and the fallout of the Everlife Elixir, which has horrible consequences if you do not follow the game lore. Oddly enough, I don't... This, this, this one felt very lackluster. Like, there wasn't... There's so much you could probably talk about in the development of the races and their in their connections with each other. It, it just felt really short. Mm -hmm. Which is weird, because it's the same format every other bit of living lore has had before, or uh, interactive lore has had before. But mm -hmm. this one, I felt, needed to be expanded upon more. Uh, we, we get snippets of it in-game, but even then, it, it just felt like it was missing something. It was too well, short. Maybe, maybe they will release more information about it when they finally release Mordish housing. Yeah, like they'll release Mordish housing. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm, I'm going to assume you guys also didn't listen or read the Fall of Gizmara. No, Doc, because I am waiting for you to finish your series of you just reading all of the lore in a very sultry and sexy <laughs> voice. This and then I'm going to listen to that and just go... The <laughs> you guys can find that on Q Times. Uh, Doc is going to start that series. Oh, Sexy lore, do. Doc. Please do. Sexy lore. He's just like mean, sitting in his computer, like rubbing his nipples, like I'll feel like a smoking <laughs> jacket with like a bubble pipe. Every time I blow it out, just bubbles come out the top of it. Okay, this has to happen. I don't smoke. It does have to happen now. It has to happen now. I'll pay for them myself. <laughs> It's like the Victorian era. Do, 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 do. Welcome <laughs> to Sexy Lore with Doc. <laughs> <laughs> I'm having way too much fun with this. Yeah, you are. Oh, man. But yeah, it, I know chat people have read it. It's like kind of the same thing where it's like, it, it was a little short. It just seems like there was something missing. Um, there wasn't much going on. It was kind of all action. Just three action paragraphs. And that was kind of it. It was cool. It had a very nice horror vibe. Uh, it was very much like Night of the Living Dead-esque, and the, the the images also really helped push that to it. And it mm -hmm. kind of shows how the Mordash were... Actually, it doesn't really do much to flesh out the Mordash. What it really does is it kind of makes them seem just single-minded and obsessive. Which, yeah, it's there also in the game. I think I'm starting to come to realize that there's a lot of... There's a lot of... Uh, there's a lack of fleshing out in some of the major plot characters and some of the races that I feel needs to start happening. Like which, what? Yeah, what? Why? Well, we we kind of realized that Victor Lazarin's pretty fleshed out compared to some of the other Victor Lazarin and Dead Eye uh, Brightland, at least on the Exile side. Mm -hmm. Some of the other characters, um, what's his name, Durek, for the Grinock leader, he's kind of one dimensional in the sense of raw, kill them all, raw, kill them all, and yeah. it really takes his his second in command, I forget her name, to really go like, guys, seriously, we're this is a little much here, and her development's really cool as a character. 
But uh, we don't get a whole lot of that at the moment. And I kind of wish that this is... this As we go on with the living lore and once we catch up to Nexus, the mm-hmm. game starts to expand upon these really cool lore characters. I mean, Axis Phaedra got some more lore in um, Omnicore 1, and so did uh, Kit Brittany, I believe, for the Exiles when they did the whole um, you infiltrating Avatis. I, I don't just, think I've done it on the Exile side yet, so I don't... Yeah, it, it's essentially the same thing. You only just go through with, with um, Kit Brittany instead of uh, Axis Phaedra. Apparently it... Sergeant. Sergeant Kara's second command for the Granonk. She's she's a much more interesting character, I believe, than Durek. But now, that's just Doc, my opinion. Doc, can you answer this question for me? Yeah, and this is this is my ignorance in in lore. Now, ignorance. In, no, uh, that didn't work out as well as I thought it would. In my head. Sorry. Oh, my head hurts from slapping in the face so hard for that. <laughs> I thought it was gonna be good. The problem with the mic being so close to my face now is I can just headbutt it right. At I really any hope time. you do. I really hope that happens. <laughs> no. Okay. So. Um, all of the lore that they're going over on the website with the, the little chunks and stuff like that, is this is this legitimately new lore or is this just lore that was already in the game through books and stuff like that? Like, or, is, or are they just like legitimately using this to flesh out some of the more lore that they know but we, we're unaware of? Uh, a lot of it's alluded to. Um, okay. Stuff like the interaction with the Chua and the Makari is alluded to even in the beginning tutorial ship. It's just okay. not really expanded upon. Like, you don't really know. They just said, hey, they made contact with the Chua. They came back a thousand years later, and here they are. The Chua um, living lore was more like, hey, this is actually the kind of interactions. The Makari really don't like the Chua, or at the very least, Axis Phaedra. And even at the end of the day, they are pretty much just using the Chua, and the Chua are totally okay with that, so long as they can keep doing what they do. Uh, it's, it is nice to get more background on it. Uh, I just feel like it's not enough, or it's just too short. Like maybe that's just me really wanting to read into it more and find out more about it. Okay. And maybe they're doing it on purpose to just leave breadcrumbs when they finally get to go. Like we get like the hypothetical, um, much talked about in the lore circles uh, drop, where we finally get to go to Grismara, or we get to go to Knox or something. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that probably could really be it. Uh, it's a lot of some of it's eluded. We never really see the the whole uh, Brightland Rebellion. We're just told they rebel. So actually knowing, you know, who set up the rebellion, how it kind of went down is really cool. It's a little bit of a mix. Okay. Okay. So let's just move on from there. And I'm going to go into the patch notes for March 3rd of 2015. And we've just talked about the patch notes and the big part of it for how long now? Seriously, like how long have we been talking about the patch notes? At least the big thing in this one. I- I'm very curious because we've been like covering it constantly. A while. Um, well, I mean, we've been talking about the PvP updates since the roadmap to, to PvP. So that's how long we have been posting or talking about it. As for, like, nitty-gritty, like, legitimate, like, this is what's happening, um, I don't know, a last couple weeks? Yeah, so uh, it's... But- Mm-hmm. But before we move on to this, uh, Krug, could you do me a favor? Because I'm not a host on the uh, Twitch channel. Can you uh, post the link to the the uh, lore pieces that we were just Oh, talking? yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So while he's doing that, we'll go into it and pretty much say, hey, all those PvP changes we're talking about, the upgrade to the prestige cap, the help with um, Halls of Bloodsworn, the changes to gold and that kind of stuff, all that stuff is officially live, which didn't need a drop for it. They just said, look, here we go. We're going to be fixing in between drops as well, adding and, and like tweaking stuff and adding content as we, as we need to. So the restrictions, ratings have been removed for war plots. Um, and even if we're going beyond that, there's a whole bunch of little fixes to the way that um, vendors are set out throughout the world. A few changes to some of the dungeons, which is really nice. 
Um, I don't know if you guys saw this, so someone put a uh, screenshot, I believe, on the forums. Someone actually created a guild called Battlegrounds Commodity Vendor and just sat there for God knows how long in Thade. Just a random orange just sitting there. Didn't move at all. And he just sat there next to the Battlegrounds vendor. And that's it. Just sat there and waited for people to click on him. And they couldn't click on him. So they thought it was a bug and reported it. <laughs> <laughs> he just, he's just like, hey guys, it's, I don't know. And that made me laugh. But some of the, the vendors have changed that. And some of the quests have changed as well. And uh, it's, like I said, we just talked about it so much. There's not much to really add to it. Just a little. There, mm -hmm. there, there is there is some stuff um, that you can that we can talk about. Um, so s Tuesday was when the patch came out. Um, I, I I know I don't know if you guys saw it or not, but uh, my feed was definitely uh, had a I had a wall of text uh, from uh, someone from uh, Q Times who was very very upset with the uh, the patch the patch going through um and and his complaint was and i want your guys's opinion is um that it's not necessarily the equipment or the gear or or any of that but because the game is so based in in skill where you have to aim you have to be able to place yourself um do you guys feel it, th their complaint was it has to do with skill and less about gear and they're saying that even though the gear changes happened <laughs> Krug, I can see your face of. Uh, I don't remember this wall of text, so I'm kind of like thinking. Neither do about I. It it nice about this. this is my thinking face. Apparently, I have a small <laughs> stroke. <laughs> um, yeah, no. So basically, the, the the argument and the fight was is that it has to do with skill and less about the gear. And so a lot of people are getting really upset, saying that they're still losing or getting their asses handed to them, even with the gear changes and like the the, the PvP change. And it's like, well, yep, there's a lot of skill that's involved. So. Um, go ahead, can I go? Yeah, go oh. for it. Okay, so it is a skill-based game. Every game is a skill-based game. I mean, you, you you could have games that rely strictly on gear and no skill whatsoever, but, I mean, I haven't even played WoW, and I would venture a guess and say that you need a level of skill in WoW, and your gear is important, yeah. but if your gear is close, somebody with a better rotation than you or a faster rotation than you can beat you, right? Yeah. So, uh... I guess it's a problem with every MMO that there are people that are worse at it and there are people that are better at it and some of the worst people will get fed up and leave. Um, but you can't really do anything about that. As for Wildstar specifically, I don't think that the gear gap is an inconsequential problem. Like, it, there were times in the past when it was a huge, huge problem, especially for PvP. The gear gap was like the most limiting factor hands down that's getting better but it like to say that it's skill alone that's kind of causing the issues is oh and that's not what they're saying what they're saying is is that the, the gap itself isn't necessarily uh gear based I'll, I'll admit going into my first pvp match without any gear i just it was like my health bar didn't exist you didn't it was have just a health like, bar you just it's like a one shot one kill sure it, it, exactly and then but the thing is as soon as i got two pieces of gear i had i had like i was able to like at least fight back i was at least able to like defend myself uh but the thing is is i was still getting my face handed to me and it 
it had nothing to do with once I get a full set that I was finally able to go in there and defeat. No, I'm just not as good as other players. Right. And the thing is, is like in WoW or other MMOs that are tab targeting and stuff like that, it's about your rotation. This is about your rotation and your aim. There's a huge difference. Sure. And I, I just don't see what like the point is, I guess, to be 100% honest. Like, what are you going to do about that? make the game easier for people i don't think that would oh like, no 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 and their their complaint was uh you, you just need to learn to get better like th there's it wasn't like we oh. need to, it wasn't they weren't complaining that they need to nerf the game that oh they were saying that you just need to realize that you need to just work at it you got to realize that there are people out there that are better than you <laughs> that's I, I i misunderstood what you were saying oh, okay i don't know if you could tell by the words that i was saying that didn't match up this with is... words that you were saying but i didn't get that Mm -hmm. This is actually one of those games where, like most MMOs, really the gear does matter. No matter how skilled you are, the gear has it doesn't matter. Your blues compared to, at, le at least until they made the changes to the orange gear, the orange gear was like laughing at you. Ha <laughs> ha, same level of skill. Watch this assassinate do like twice the amount of damage to you. Bye bye um, A lot of things I think people forget when they go into PvP is that your amps system helps you as well. I know some people don't go into their amps and change it when they go into PvP, or they don't have, out of their three loadouts, they don't have a PvP-centric loadout. So there are people that are like, man, I can't get out of this CC. Like, have you tried using the CC where when you when you break out, you get an extra interrupt armor? Oh, crap, I forgot about that. Uh, so yeah. some of it is skill. Some of it is they're not, they're not exploring their options. They're just thinking, oh, okay, well, if I just go into PvP power and assault power, I'll be fine. And then... It that's another thing like there are abilities that like almost hard counter other abilities so you can have like i mean i'm not talking about specifically like a cc break counters a cc but people will go on to forums or, or ws base which is for those of you that don't know an awesome website that allows you to make uh wildstar builds and like not test them but um make sure that you can allocate the points you want where you want um for different levels of, of different classes it's a great website you should go check it out if you haven't uh, so you can go on there and you can like look up other people's builds and people usually just follow them to the T without paying attention to the situation. But I think or or what they're actually doing. Yeah, but then I'd also venture to say that that's skill as well. Like being able to be conscious of the situation and say, okay, this boss is gonna do this, and so I need this, or this team seems to be comprised of people who are mostly doing this thing, so I need to do this thing instead of whatever I'm doing. Like it, that level of awareness of like being in the game but also in the meta at the same time is kind of in my opinion what makes a good player in every game not just and this is a game where actually your adaptability can matter too yeah uh, and, and like I said, it's also not just your amps it's also the tiers of yours of your, of your uh, the tiers of your skills <laughs> my god that coffee kicked in and it's uh good. it's quite gorgeous but speaking see, of which, I'm just gonna... see, and you said oh i think we have another cup and i yelled at you to say no so I had saying. I had a whole giant glass of iced coffee earlier because I just could not That's wake up. That's a lot of iced coffee. Oh fuck yeah, this is big as yeah. my head. Indigo, what are you drinking? It looks like a tampon. I really need to know what's in there. <laughs> <laughs> what are you drinking? What are you what? drinking? <laughs> Can you so be um, <laughs> today I, I, I had a follow-up joke I, to that, but it's really bad. So I leave it as it is. I don't know if you know this or not, but there is a health food convention going on, and yes, um, my, right, right before right before we went on live, my girlfriend came in and said, "Hey, I grabbed an energy drink from the health food convention, and it's called Uptime." I don't know if you can see that. <laughs> That's nerdy. What is uh, it like? 
It tastes like shit. It's horrible. <laughs> and we gave him a free plug too. Uptime tastes like shit. Keeps you going. <laughs> there goes you that. Know, <laughs> in, 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 their, in their defense, in their defense, I did. They did also make me put the stupid chapstick stuff on right before it that like smelt like your hookah or your your vape pen and uh it it felt like bees were crawling on my lips wait hold on they like that's part of the drink you have to put chapstick on before no 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 they, oh. they, they, yeah they, i was like that's a, it's a weird <laughs> combo that makes so, tons more sense no so they came in and said oh try this awesome chapstick and i was like i don't i don't i don't want to and they're like <laughs> no you got to i was like no I, I really don't want to but then they made me and so uh, I put it on, and it felt like bugs were just crawling, just all. And I'm like, why is it burning and tingling? That's called like, shock. No, they go, oh, it's supposed to feel, it's supposed to have a buzzing sensation. I'm like, no, seriously, get this off of me. Like, <laughs> I'm going to die. Oh, thank you for that. Sorry to derail the entire podcast. Yeah, yeah, sorry. But I will continue <laughs> to drink this. Anyway, uh, if we're going back to the thing at hand, I don't believe that it's purely a learn-to-play situation in this. Uh, it is learn-to-play and learn to be adaptable. Learn to be adaptable in, in what your class can do, what you want to do in PvP, and the gear definitely helps. The gear changes have definitely helped. That's, that's all I'm going to say on it. Well, I mean, you you can't say that skill doesn't take effect to it. Eh. Like no, like, you're, like you're right, you, you're right. you legitimately can't say that. Like someone that goes into this and has the top tier gear, let's just say that Carbon's like, "Hey, here you go. We're just gonna give it to you," and someone with top tier gear uh, still can get their ass handed to them with someone with P with just PVE gear, yeah. just like basic gear. So the thing is, saying that that skill doesn't take effect is horseshit, and you you have to realize but, that. But part yeah, of that skill I, is I your adaptability that... in what you're able to do with your amps and your in your tiers. Like that's how you adapt and get better at the game. Yeah, and the thing is, is that it's called a limited action set for a reason. And if you remember way back when they had the awesome dev speak videos, which everyone still continues to scream, bring them back. Yes, please. Um, I'm sure they can contract Frost back. Well, they don't need Frost. Sexy I'm just time saying. Dev no, we do have uh, someone that can do the awesome uh, oh, uh, Protostar voice. Um, no. So the thing is, is that if you if you go back to those videos, that when they talked about the limited action set, they they flat out said, "Hey, the whole point of it is to get the limited action set, go in there, fight, go. Oh crap, um, that didn't work. I'm gonna change my limited action set to my long range mitigation CC build. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I've done that on the fly during battlegrounds. Yeah. If I've died Mind too much, I'm like, okay, I need more survivability, and I'll flip it out. Yeah, mind you, I do hate that." you have like how much grinding you have to do to get that third action set like uh, but I, I that's the thing is is that being being able to have that is really really helpful um but i, I think i don't know where i'm going with it i think it's very skill based i think you can destroy people that have high level gear and i i agree with the person that was arguing that uh the game is extremely skill based versus just gear based um so, uh, so that that was my uh, forte into the the PVP notes. Okay. The uh, it, and I'm just gonna one more thing about the skill based versus gear based thing, uh, and then I'll drop it. So I was uh, I told a story last week I think about a uh, group of people that were ganking me while I was trying to turn into a, a turn at quest in, mm -hmm. and how we kind of went back and forth and they killed me I think twice and then I killed them once. Uh, something similar happened to me 
where I was in a different zone trying to turn in a quest, and there was one much higher level person than me. Uh, and so I saw him at the quest hub, and so I decided, because I had tried this build on Indigo before, I think. It was just like, what was it? It was like one assault ability and then all utility, CCs and roots. And, was this and, your medic never die build? Because I wanted to slap no, you so no, hard for that. No, 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 no. No, it's way easier in medic to never die. But spell <laughs> It was like void slip and, and the frost cone thingy, whatever that's called. Oh, yeah, I use it all, all the time. I used to duel you guys. Yeah, but it's all of them. And oh, okay. then one assault ability just to like then. plink. So I, I just built that really quick and just allocated random points and then ran up, turned the quest in. He obviously aggroed me, quote unquote. And so I'm running away and just turning around and root and then turn around and void slip and run behind him and then root and then run away and stun and just until I got away. And that's like, like you don't have to kill someone in order to be better than them. That's, that's the point I'm trying to make. You can just do the thing you want to do and then make it so they can't kill you, even though they definitely should have been able to kill you. I, I miss those days. Just the chain CC all day. That was fun. <laughs> the CC train, as we like to call it in oh, PvP. One man CC train. I'm going to try that build in PvP. I think that'd be fun. It, it's not as effective as you think it is. It's great against dueling. Especially if you're doing one-on-one -on -one dueling, like, say, for a tournament. But not for 15 on 15 or 10 on 10. It's it's very limited. You can get a few people locked out, but then you once you're done, once you're on cooldown for everything, you're kind of a sitting duck. I'm going to try it anyways. No, go for it. I'm well, not saying you don't I, have to. Just I think it sounds a very, like a very good team build. Like yeah. for example, like if Krug and I were teaming together, and I was on my stalker, and he was on his medic, and he was CC training someone, and I'm just sitting there going, "Oh, by the way, medic at all." Actually, that would be kind of cool. Oh, yeah, because you only have one CC, huh? Actually, having that as as like a that would work until one of you guys falls, and then ah, it's just random like speculation. It's I'm just, I'm not trying to naysay it. I'm not trying to naysay it. <laughs> uh, oh, good. But, Finally, you not naysaying something. That's a first time. <laughs> to our readers, our listeners. Why don't say readers? Shh. Come read STOS. Come read, read the STOS podcast. We are now posting transcripts of all of our podcasts. <laughs> Doc, nope. you have fun writing those. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That looks weird. Please Calm stop. Can we move on now? I'd love <laughs> yes, to move on now. <laughs> speaking, of a, speaking of a combination of gear and skill, this showed up on Reddit over the last seven days. And we're going to put the links in the chat because it's really freaking cool. And what happened was Immortal, or players from Immortal, I believe that's the name. Yeah, Immortal. They decided for shits and giggles that they were going to take on X89, which isn't that big a deal. You can 20-man it. Well, they decided we're just going to 7-man it. That's... I, I, I flabbergasted. Like, I, I saw the video. There's, a, there's images of it. There's video of it. And I just had a few random observations. It took him 10 minutes with seven people to take down X89. It was insane. I, I'm actually surprised. It looked easier with seven people than it did with 20 people. Yep. It, it, it was, was gross. They kind of had a really relaxed attitude on it. And so I kind of like just thought, was it were they really that skilled and geared where it wasn't a big issue for them? They just wanted to try it for the fun of it. Or since the changes to 20 man and uh, Datascape and uh, Gedantic Archives happened, is it much easier to get it done now? I don't know, but impressive nonetheless. Yeah, it was it was definitely impressive. And it was fun because so the video includes their uh, voice chat and they were just kind of like shooting the shit like, hey, what's going on? Oh, good. How are you? <laughs> yeah, and there's some oh, oh, Gotta win. Gotta fight. Hey guys, guys. There's there's a bomb in you. Want to jump off? Yeah, I'm gonna jump off. Yeah. Okay. Cool. I'm gonna have some more coffee. Yeah. Yeah. Twenty percent. Yeah. Let's keep going. Yeah. It's it was <laughs> it's really disgusting. weird just listening to them talk. It just completely like they don't give a fuck. 
And I've realized why we don't get shoutouts on 0 to 50 anymore. <laughs> I'm talking but, about tampons. You don't even give a fuck. Yeah. Lots uh, of. It's we're horrible people. Well, 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 Doc. You know, you know, this is episode what thirty five now. 35. Uh, you know, we, you know, it thirty six is right around the corner. We could just change our ways. We can come in and go NPR on us. Huh? And we can just nope. we're gonna turn over a new leaf, guys. Yeah, and just come in and go. Uh, Hi, welcome to STOS Live. I'm Indigo, and we'll be talking about the strange tales from outer space this Why, week. Why, thank you, Indigo. Uh, As we go uh, through this piece of news, what do you think about it? <laughs> 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 we were taking submissions like, for a new third chair. Like NPR, so <laughs> <laughs> I, I I can't listen to most NPR podcasts. There, I fall asleep to them. But anyway, I just wanted to say shout out to Immortal for seven Manny X eighty nine. Holy crap! Why? Yeah. Super props. How? I want to know what your loadouts were. Like what your gear? We wish we had an armory. I'd love an armory. That's an armory. That would be really really cool. An armory. Uh, oh yeah, because he doesn't know. Um, an armory. Yeah. Go ahead. No. Go ahead. Explain it. Uh, an armory is basically a location in which you can see, like, your character, what gear you're wearing, and then you can see the stats that other people have. So you know how um, you can inspect on someone uh, in Wildstar? Uh, a, a, a website that has just that. So basically you could type uh, So in I could type in Indigo Jones, and then it would show me your gear, basically. Yeah, your room, yeah. Your room like your list. Screen. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. It'd be interesting yeah. to see it, because Wildstar base kind of covers amp loadouts already, and mm-hmm. loadouts. But we don't have, like, hey, this guy's rocking, you know, four pieces of orange gear with this rune loadout. Is he running mostly um, fire runes or something? And sure. So that's yeah. something that would be really awesome to see. Yeah, and the thing is, is I think it would be a little bit more complicated than, like, wow, who does it? Um, because you do have to take uh, take a look at the gear of the armory, and then you also have to t- take a look at the amps that they're using and which action set. So, I mean, I think there's a lot lot to a lot more information yeah a ton more information and since it's so easily exchangeable you know what i mean like i can yeah. sit there and get rid of one of my amps and just switch it well you know so it's like how often are they retrieving that information from their servers yeah i think it would be very very complicated but i definitely see the usefulness of it and i personally would love to see a person's rune loadout because once you see the boom <laughs> loadout, you can see whether they're starting to go for all support power or whether they decided to go for more utility and stack up their class specialization things like assassinate. Once you have that down, you'd be able to DPS your way through any data scape or genetic archive boss you find. <laughs> you know, that was a really boring voice and yet more interesting than your actual podcasting voice. So. Oh! Burns! Anyway. I just want. Come on, guys. We can add more stuff to this game. I know it'd be tough, but it'd be really cool. Plus, it's a great way to just, like we said, just to, to see. I have a big problem with runes, personally. I have, I'm have. i pretty much just stockpiling runes. I don't know what... Like, I'm not looking for the optimal build. At least not yet. I'm not raiding hardcore. I'm mm-hmm. not even really raiding yet. I'm just trying to get there. But I'm sitting there going, like, I don't know. I get that, as a Spellslinger main... I want fire runes, I want air runes, I want fusion runes, but what kind? We've got, like, they've, they, it, it's just so odd, and if I were to just have that page where I can just kind of look through, say, oh, here's all the spell singers from Enigma, here are the ones that are focusing on assault instead of utility, uh, I can see, like... boring. I mean, okay, I guess no, I'm, no, I'm not their own, and you can copy other people's builds if you want, and I shouldn't get pissed about it, but I don't understand how you find it fun to just be like, hey, somebody teach me the meta... Okay, thanks. And no, then you just no take I'm, it. I'm not looking for a teaching of the meta. I'm looking to see like what are they doing that I'm missing on. 
Like I like for some reason my DPS is lackluster. Why is that? It do I need that to change the, my runes the, up? The meta. What I, in my opinion? And again, I can't be mad at you for this because you can play however the f you want. Uh, in my opinion, it makes it's way more fun to build something, something that I think is good, and then run into a fight and be like. Oh my god, that didn't work. I need more of this other thing. And then put more of this other thing, take out the things that I don't think I need based off of the results of the fight, go into another fight, do the same thing over and over and over again until I find something that works. See, like, I, that I don't trial mean, and error and troubleshooting my build is really cool. I don't mind that, but I was sitting there going into veteran dungeons with like earth earth rune slots as an assault spell singer and putting them in with like health stuff in the very beginning. And I know mm -hmm. I was doing something wrong, but I didn't know why I was doing it wrong. So uh, it's I guess it kind of is like metagaming, like you're looking for the optimal build, but having at least an idea, at least at least a, a guideline. Where like, hey guys, you don't have to follow this build, but if you want to at least attempt to make sure you're putting out more damage and less threats, try doing this instead. So, um, as long as we're talking about this and uh, people in the chat, Clover are uh, kind of asking about it. Rune Master is a really good tool for this. It's an add-on. I know. Harp on add-ons a lot, but it's a really, really good tool. It'll show you in a really easy-to-understand grid what runes there are, what their abilities are, and what your gear can make from those runes. So, for example, you can make four sets of this rune because you have these slots and these pieces of gear. And then you can plan out how you're going to slot everything, see what the results of that are going to be, and then it'll tell you what resources you need. It's like the most featureful rune thing you could ask for. Hmm. It's it's honestly what I feel runecrafting should be like in the game. And like it doesn't, and this is why I like it. It doesn't do the theory crafting for you. It doesn't say no, you need it this. It does not this. It just gives you a hundred percent of the information that you need in order to make the choices yourself. Well, yeah, because cur currently right Ooh, now you have. I'll yeah. find the link in curse and post it. Okay, cool. Yeah, because currently you have to go over to the rune creation and go, okay, oh, uh, I can make all of these runes. Oh, but hold on. What rune do I need? And then you have to go over to the next tab and go, okay, um, oh, I, I'm wearing these pair of pants. So uh, I've got a fire, uh, an earth, and a wind on these. Okay, I'm going to go back. And then you make your fire rune. And then you're like, oh, what was the second one? Earth, earth. That's right. Okay, go to earth and you make your earth, uh, earth rune. And then you're like, Fuck, I forgot my, my first one. Then you have to go back to the previous tab. Then, oh, it's wind. Okay, then you go back to the first tab again to be able to make it. It's literally 100% all of the information is right there in front of you. And, oh, hey, look it. I can't make these two runes on the same pair of pants or the same pair. Like, it does all of that for you. And it is extremely nice. Hmm. Extremely nice. I'll check that out, definitely. Yeah, it's, it's super cool. And it's... I uh, I know we've talked about it before, and and I hate to like mm -hmm. harp on the same add-ons over and over again, but it is that good. It is that useful, especially if you don't have that in your head. I know some people that like do spreadsheets and like pull the information themselves, and like blah, 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 blah. that's really finicky, and this just gives you the information. It's so useful. Also, I wouldn't mind a redesign of the runes, rune UI in game. Just saying, having it already, so many tabs. You said that, and then it happened, and now you want it again. Well, that's the part about being a designer. You can always <laughs> improve on what's there. I still think that having those two distinct tabs, it, it doesn't make any sense. You could fit, if you had, okay, it's hard to visualize if you're listening, but if you want to follow my hands, <laughs> you're watching live, it simply needs to really be one panel and you start, and you bisect it into two parts. At least this is an idea. One, the top bar would simply be gear you have on in a drop-down menu that you can switch out, like gear one, gear two, gear three, whatever. 
And it simply is your shirts, your your boots, everything. You, you're able to hover over it and see this is what you're, what you're, or click on it. And it opens up a little window, like pop-up window right on top of it. And it says, hey, this is your runes right now you have on it. Here you want to, you know, switch your rune out or you want to add a rune to it. Here you go. Below it is the big main menu that has your list of runes. Having having that, you could just kind of go, literally, you just have to just dodge your, like, dart your eyes back and forth instead of having to click, tab, click, tab, click, tab. I think that can be improved upon. That's just my thought. And it actually helps you out with trying to get your runes in order. Because I'm sitting there sometimes I'm going like, oh, yeah, huh, I need this rune instead. So I'll go back and tab over. And this is just first world problems. I'm griping like, why can't I find the rune I want? <laughs> I'm, I'm just being pissy now. That was a no, really random rune tangent, by the way. <laughs> well, no, and I think that's I forgot fine. how we got on it completely. No, 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 and I think it's fine that we we talked about it. And I mean, yes, we did. They did do an overhaul of the rune stuff, but I don't. I mean, from from my understanding of of it, they weren't the happiest with it. It was kind of more like, hey, we really needed to make it look better, and it was more of a you know ease of life than it was an overall rune crafting like better you know oh god that's not even the right rune words just rune crafting better no because their whole thing was they were saying that with rune crafting it isn't like a wild star crafting you know like it's old right school. we've had this conversation yeah, yeah. It, it's Maybe just click ago. and it makes and yeah. so i don't think that this this like update on on rune crafting that they did a while ago it was more of a just like we're gonna make it look prettier it wasn't a we're going to uh imp like legitimately improve or change how rune crafting happens so i think that's still on the horizon i just think it kind of got pushed to the back burner to solve some oh, other sure. like crucial problems or sure. crucial issues that they they felt that they had which i, I i'm completely cool with i'm sad Absolutely. i'm happy i'm happy with what what it is now for now but i mean it's always something that they can go on and improve as long as we keep the player base which again uh, definitely increasing. I'm still. I'm gonna say this every week. Still Yay. improving. Still making better. You know. And, we're gonna say this every week. Yeah. <laughs> it's I fun mean, to say. We're it's we're slowly but surely just bounding back. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Oh, uh, I know this is really off topic, uh, but for anyone that's listening to this podcast or watching the live stream or watching the video, uh, uh, Doc would like to say he's sorry for having a crappy uh, laptop. Uh, and uh, the lateness of last week's ah. uh, release of the you podcast. son of a bitch. <laughs> I like how we're putting this in the middle of the episode and not ah. at the end, which is the logical place to put these kinds of nope. things. Nope. You're just going to blah, 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 runecrafting. By the way, we posted late last week, so that was Doc's fault. Anyway, moving <laughs> on with the show. Now I just, Doc's all angry. Here's the bus. Here's me. On the show here's now. Indigo. I, <laughs> <laughs> the indigo in the background laughing. <laughs> I don't know if you can tell. This Anyways. was a bus. <laughs> the bus. So there's two things, other things I wanted to highlight from the community. Mm -hmm. uh, one is actually a live stream that is pretty recent and it's happening more and more often. Do you guys remember the... Um, Victorious Failures Guild, they did the zero to fifty, the failure to fifty stream a few weeks back. Yes, yes, yeah. yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. They are starting to tackle the the data or genetic archives bosses, and they're doing live streams every Sunday night, roughly around after our show. Oh, so awesome. if you're watching this show, uh, well, I will, we'll, we'll find. I have the link right here. Actually, I'll put that on there. But uh, Victorious Failures, they're starting to do kind of what other people are doing, and they're starting to show the really cool sides of Wildstar and the dedication they have because these guys are really cool. Uh, they 
they decided to to say, hey, we're going to stream at 8 p.m. on Sundays and we're going to show you us taking on different um, Datascape bosses or world bosses. So if you're listening to us on the podcast and you want to see more of the awesome stuff you can't get into or trying to get into or are into, you want to get some inside information and pointers and see what they're doing, check them out. If you're in the stream and you want to go check that out after this show, I say go ahead and do it. It's pretty freaking awesome. The second thing I want to talk about, and this one's actually something I wanted to have a little discussion on. Uh, someone decided that they want to take it upon themselves on the forums and talk about companions. Now, right now in the, in Wildstar, you're just going to see random creatures in the world, and that's kind of oh, it. Oh, in Wildstar. In Wildstar. Oh, uh, I was about to say, Rose is my favorite companion. Sorry. Just... <laughs> For those of you who don't know what I was going to say, Inara, but that's a different story. Don't know what that joke was? That was a Doctor Who joke. Also, the best companion is clearly Donna Noble. Donna is great. Donna Donna is great. I will say Donna is legitimate. My second, my second, because she's legitimately witty. But I hated her ending, and that's why I didn't like it. So Rose sucks. Just saying. (laughs) I'm I'm shots fired there. Rose can suck it. I don't like Rose. Anyway, Inara's the best. We'll leave it at that. These guys, this player, I forgot his or her name, Garen. There we go. I'll put the link in chat. And what they decided was they're going to say, hey, guys, you know how we have companions as someone data mined possible short-term pets a while back for a possible holiday that never happened? Uh, no offense, Kadium. Uh, they're like, hey, what if we actually had a pet system in the game? And they decided to put a massively long post on the forums talking about Elmos. It's a horrible name, but stick with me. Uh, <laughs> the idea was that we obviously know that on our time in Nexus, it's not the like the beginning of the Nexus project. We they've been there for a while, uh, whether it's Thade being kind of hastily constructed or Ilium being this colossal clean monument of um, intergalactic sovereignty, tyranny, whatever. Uh, there, sure. random yeah. words are great. Random <laughs> words. Potato salad. <laughs> anyway they were like hey what if these creatures we could have some kind of digital recorder uh, like a pokedex essentially and run around the world and try and tame these random elden monsters or elmos for shorts and uh, it's pretty much the wow pet system mixed with the pokemon the only <laughs> the only the only difference is that you have to actually fight them yourself so instead of like Pikachu, I choose you. It's like assassinate. Psh, psh, psh. Oh, I think I killed it. <laughs> Can That's I pretty much it what Pokemon was okay. like. <laughs> uh, I, I don't know if you guys have seen this or not. It's really cool. They have. It's a really. It's not unique, but it's definitely thought out, and it's a way that makes sense in the case of Wildstar. It's you're basically going with the um, the Elden Laboratories, and you're digging up information on these creatures, and it's kind of a combination of the hunter quests in world of warcraft where you're sent to find these rare pets and have different mm-hmm. uh some of them depending on the rarity of the pet they'll have different uh what's it called qual uh, prerequisites to tame it and then also the pokemon aspect of like it's rare it's randomly pops up and some of them like to run around and you gotta chase them and some of them might even evolve or are mutated if they're like exposed to the st- <gasps> that'd be awesome i just that's not in there what what are you shaking your head for Continue. I'm waiting <laughs> politely for you to finish your tirade. I'm sorry, your rants. <laughs> I just want to see your suggestions on this because I thought, you know, this is kind of cool. They, they, this person actually has a UI set up 
and it has like a list of your own Elmos, and some are combat Elmos, some Can are we friendly. Stop calling them Elmos. Yeah, that's, that's weird. weird. I'm not okay. With okay, that. what would you call them? Pets. Pets. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but we don't do conventional naming in this game. We don't do stamina. We call it grit. We don't do. Uh, we don't do strength. We call it brutality. No, no, we don't do in this game. We don't do stupid names like Elmo. That's all I'm saying. First like of all, the yeah, don't like it. you use stamina in the game. That's what you use when you run. And uh, we have a class called Warrior. So, yes, oh. we use standard names. Get so. <laughs> anyway. Wild Star. <laughs> oh, my God. Did you just throw the gang sign on screen? Holy crap. Are we throwing up, like, is this, is this, how do you do the wow? There we go. Just, you got to throw your wow sign up there. Boom. It, anyways, no, so um, gonna, yeah, uh, I, <laughs> I I think this would it would be a very very long 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 project uh, for someone to work on. I do love the why. I, I I hate the name Elmos because I agree. Uh, Elmos not a because, good because you know I I don't know how I feel about the whole Pokemon battle thing because um I, I didn't like it in WoW. Uh, I liked the whole catching them. I liked the whole that thing. The the battles were really really boring, and it like took you out of the world, and it didn't make sense. Like, it, it was it was like trying it like the it was the same thing when they added um the plants versus zombies. While it was fun, it just didn't make sense to me like why that existed. You know what I mean? Added plants versus zombies. Yes, there was a there was a small mission where you would go and. You would plant uh, different. Yeah, I. Anyways, it was again. It was fun. Uh, I just. It just didn't make sense to me. I'm cool with having pets in this game. I'm cool because I mean, uh, something Moose showed me uh, this week, which is uh, on one of the ship hands. There's like this area you can jump up into, and it's like a super secret area. Mm -hmm. And there's uh, one of the the little like bug dudes, and uh, he falls in love with you and follows you. Uh, Krug, you were with me when we did wouldn't that, that, right? Wouldn't that be awesome yeah. to get to keep the little bug dude? Yeah, absolutely. Like him following you around, and then train to be I'm, a little bug dude of death. I, I that to me is just whatever. I, I, I remember the like, little panther on Far Side, not panther. What was it? Yeah, it was a little, little like Pumera. It was a little sure. Pumera, yeah. Yeah, I remember names of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that, I'm cool with having a pet follow you or having like an like that. That's cool. I like, like the Scanbot. Yeah, like the Scanbot. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you for that. I think that would be cool, and I think it would be unique. And I definitely agree with there should be rare ones, and like people like find that as a collection thing. And there should be some sort of like collection on it. But maybe instead of like information, like information of what their attacks are, it would just be information about that specific creature in the world, which would tie back to the lore in the game. Okay, I, I, I see why you wouldn't want pet battles. I, I kind of like the pet battle system. I've always been a big fan of Pokemon. Um, no. Plus, but but here's the thing. Yeah, you, yeah, you finally <laughs> bought it, yeah. But, I, uh, I, I mean, I, I mean, it's, uh, got it right here. For, what he's, like, for, for those who aren't listen, watching, he, he bought Pokemon this week, and he's been playing yeah. it all week. It's, it's awesome. Yeah. Wait, did you buy a 3DS? Yeah. Yes. Oh. He has disposable income. Welcome to the new millennium. Anyway. <laughs> I, I I'm gonna disagree that that just a pet system alone isn't enough. I, God, for God's sake, get rid of Elmos as a name. I know it's a proposal from a fan. They thought really hard about it. It makes sense. Elden monsters, Elmo, Elmos, but we could probably do more than that. The, their description of like how they would go about it sounds pretty cool. And you already have a 
rock, paper, scissors system in place already with the signs, fire, earth, water, fusion, logic. That's fine. Oh, that's saying. But, when you said rock, paper, scissors system, I was like, what are you talking about? But I understand. Yeah, like you've already got your types like in there already. overpower one another based on what they yeah. are. And then you can add a few more, like, tech, like techno uh, technological, like something like that for like constructs or something that you can create. Uh, like if you're a scientist. And you can do all sorts of cool stuff. You can integrate them with the path system. Like what if you had... If you're a soldier, you know, you have the ability to up a specific kind of, of stats in your pets. So those would have a dis, uh, uh, an advantage that other paths wouldn't have. If you're a settler, you would be able to have this advantage in a pet battle. Or I'm going to say pet battle because I don't know that ridiculous. Um, but you could you could tie the system in and make it more interesting to keep going with other stuff in the game. Obviously, levels and exploration, you know, more unique exotic pets. Your path systems can be in increased with that. And if you take Wildstar's combat... And put that on a smaller scale for Wildstar cockfighting. That sounds awesome. I mean, but here's the thing: is is that uh, with Wildstar's combat, it isn't tab target. It isn't. I'm gonna stand there and hit a single button. In in this, it would have to be something completely different. And I don't know how they would even get this into the lore where you would take control over that creature and you would fight. You know what I mean? Like it just it doesn't. It would. Just completely just like, this is the action. The game is very fast-paced, quick. The, the It requires skill. And then it's like, oh, and we're going to completely take you out of the game and put you in a uh, an RTS. Like, What if, what if, here's my other not angle. Not even an RTS. I'm going to put you in a turn-based strategy. Here, here's you know? my like, angle. Here's my angle. What if we were kind of expanding on the Nexus project? We were doing a small-scale version of the Nexus project where instead of actually taming these pets and like physically making them do our commands we're seeking them out we're biologically scanning them in some cases we have to actually you know, autopsy them because we're fucked up like that and we're taking this information and gathering it and taking it to the caretaker or somebody and creating a digital version of this pet that then allows you to take actual physical control of the pet when you engage in a pet battle in wildstar you're not actually endangering anything physical you are simply expanding upon the elden the the nexus project and figuring out a kind of like darwinism with your with your creatures so now you get to see what you can push these creatures to their biological limits or their uh, artificial limits like cuz they were in they were actually artificially um inseminating and and breeding and and fixing these creatures <laughs> like the skeets were augmented upon and the strain is augmented like what if you were able to do stuff like what were your plans if this creature or this construct came in contact with the strain now that you have a digital battlefield to put these creatures on you're able to essentially play mini god and so that way you're not actually harming real creatures you're it's a digital representation and you're allowed to kind of take it into this crazy wild star offshoot where things are mutating or things are changing and you're essentially following in the um the elden's footsteps whether for good or bad and then you know you could tie that into other stuff just saying i i mean it you can argue it day and night and it could be a legitimate thing i will say this the 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 artwork that they put together in in here where they've got like the list of all of the creatures and then their their abilities and then the image of them it that's something that actually i think would be really interesting to add to the the lore aspect of it like every time you come across a creature or kill a creature in game uh that piece of information gets added to your 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 lore book and it's got a little image of the creature that you kill and then it's got you know the information about it i think that would be cool Again, we can we can talk until we're blue in the face about uh, pet battling stuff like that. Uh, I have two. I have uh, uh, two cents to throw in. Okay, go yeah. for it. It should just be pets that you catch and then fight 
to kill other people's pets. And then once you kill them, this is hardcore mode. Back. Yeah, absolutely. Like they don't add anything to your character. You can't use them in combat, but you like have a pride and joy pet. And then somebody comes and ganks it with his pet, like another layer of ganking. And you shouldn't be able to turn that flag off so that the PVE server is more exciting. That's that sounds amazing and horrible at the same exact time. That's why I like so it. So many because people I would, would constantly be so be your ass. I know. <laughs> but if I you would had only that, level my pet. What if you had but, that option? But we can all agree on great. Oh, oh, speculation time! It. It's so, amazing. <laughs> I love speculation time. Do you know the the uh, <laughs> what was what was the guild name that did the seven man run in vote in immune immune? It was immortal. Was it immortal? Seven man x eighty nine. We just talked about yeah. it. Is immortal? Yeah. Okay, I used some I word that had to do with don't die. Oh, Anyways, uh, so just like they did a seven man run of X eighty nine, a seven pet run of X eighty nine. Okay, now we're just going off the rails. But we can all oh look, there is how one, awesome would that be? There, no, it's not. There's <laughs> one thing. Awesome. There is one thing we all can agree <laughs> on though, and I, we're gonna end it on that. We all agree that Elmo's is a horrible fucking name. Yep. Yes. No okay. offense to what's <laughs> the name? What, what is her name? Garen? Yeah, or Green? It's a horrible name, buddy. No offense, it's just so bad. It's really creepy. I mean, they I don't want to tickle me, pet. They definitely put a ton of work in it, and I love it. Like they really did put a ton of work and a ton of thought behind it. And yeah, I, absolutely. It's awesome. I, it's it's totally, totally, really awesome. Uh, maybe, maybe one day, maybe that's something that happens. Um, uh, and I'm I'm totally down. I'm I mean, if they add it, I'm cool. If they don't. Then I, I'm fine with that. I definitely think pets would be really cool. Uh, just in general, um, you know, adding collectibles in the game uh, definitely keeps people coming in to grind and come in and try to get different things. So I'm definitely, uh, I'm definitely down for uh, pets in the game. Uh, well, now this is okay. We're gonna go on a different tangent, and I apologize. Is there anything else in the game that you guys would be interested in, like uh, collectible-wise, that? that you think would be fun to add into the game? Stamps. Stamps? Stamps, oh collectible stamps. Oh, uh, uh, God. You're not allowed to uh, host the stream anymore. <laughs> <laughs> when I'm hosting the stream, I could just get rid of you. And, yeah. and I can't do that. that. <laughs> no longer on the stream. I, gotta, I control I... everything. Can get rid of Doc 2 because I'm really cool like this. Too. Wow. Okay, it's I'm trying to think. Things that show. would also Welcome be really fun collectibles. Show. See, I, I like doing collectibles and extra stuff. I, I'm just trying to think what else would fit in this game. I, I like the idea of the of, of of merging the Elden Nexus project with the Elmos. I think that would actually solve a lot of problems of animal cruelty because it's all digital. Uh, you could play with your moral boundaries if you're really messed up. You kind of participate in the story. You can have you can you can create really random quests for that. So I, I, that's what I would really like to see. Other collectibles in this game. I mean. I like stuff like archaeology and World of Warcraft, so stuff like that, digging up stuff. So, it's like the but this, that's already kind of covered with the scientist path and the. What are you laughing about? I'm laughing at the fact that he had us muted or like had us like just blacked off for like. You a son of a bitch! <laughs> it was the crew show. <laughs> he was just like standing there with it, like just like putting his hand underneath his chin, like mm, yes, mm, this is awesome. Power. <laughs> I'm sitting here talking and like being eloquent. No, you weren't muted. They can hear you. I'm not that much of a troll, no, dude. No, they, they definitely heard you. It was just, yeah, it was just your face. They couldn't hmm. see. I'd have to actually think about that and get back to you next week on it because 
Okay. There's, I'm sure there's something that I haven't thought of at the moment that'd be really fun to kind of go out there and, and scour. And anything that allows me to to get into the game more and explore the world more and go more in depth, I'm all for. Even if it's not super progression like levels and rating and whatnot. Okay. Can uh, I can I give like a legitimate answer instead of stamps? Yes, yes. I was hoping you would. So as for collectible things, I don't really think anything to do with like the way my character looks or like lore or anything like that. That's not what I want to collect. I want to collect trophies from kills. Like I want to yes. be Yes. Right? And both PvP and PvE. And I know this is going to be weird, but it could here's my thought about how it would work. You'd have like a plug on your plot that would be like and I know this is kind of like getting into dangerous territory where you have plugs that create their own instances uh, i think this is how it works like the house but it's not the house and so if you have like a lot of those i'm assuming it would take a lot of like work and like revamping of the plug system maybe i don't know but this is just my idea so go with it so you have this plug and it lands on your house and there's a door and you open the door and it takes you to a super long hallway and it's just like lined with the uh the the costume of the person that you killed and like however many people you've killed it's lined with that many people or maybe it's like limited to like the last 50 or something and they're like flanking either side and then you get to the end of the room and it opens up into a much larger room and it shows every world boss that you've killed and then like every uh dungeon boss that you've killed and basically every big thing that you've ever killed and then it shows you what you haven't killed so there are like holes missing and it's like oh you still have to kill this one you can like go and like find it and kill it and some come those, back some and of those already do exist collection I mean, those kind of do exist. You have the holograms from the veteran bosses. You have the head mounts from the veteran bosses and dungeons. So that's there. Some of that's already there. Uh, some like PvP stuff would be interesting. Yeah, I guess you could kind of make a room like that in your house, but you can only have one costume stand in your house, right? Is that true? Two. You have two costume two. stands. That's two. Gotcha. Yeah. It's not no, a... one. One? I thought it was two. One. Katie uh, might be able to correct us when she hears us bickering about this. <laughs> it, it, it's one, it's one, and and she could correct me, but uh, it's uh, miserable and I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> That's because you want to do like a weird house of a thousand corpses wax corpse thing for Halloween last year. Yeah, and you only I wanted put one to, in there. Well, I'm I'm far from the only one that wanted to have more than one. I mean, I know Moose for a fact wanted to have a couple in his house. Um, I, I'm kind of with Krug with uh, uh like trophies and like. So with the achievements, I, okay. So right now we hate we have uh we have the trophy system where it says oh you've you've received this achievement blah blah blah, but I think and I'm going to bounce this off of you guys. What if you thought what if it was more like how Steam or um well let's just say how Steam does it where there is a bunch of squares or little images that are associated with each one of them and that each one you gained it would actually color or, or show up on your on your screen wait you mean like in a window or like on your plot like, like an achievement uh, system yeah yeah no well we have achievements have in the that. game yeah, i was gonna say we have achievements in the game but it's just a list like there's nothing exciting about it there's nothing there's nothing different about well, other our achievement system having having uh, an image associated with it or or having something visual that associates itself <clears> with <throat> it i think would be interesting that uh, hell wow does it wow does it too where each achievement has like oh you've gotten one oh, and it has a better like, progression mark to uh, it yeah a better progression mark within i think uh the achievements is just kind of like tacked on there as just like a little extra like i don't think there are people out there that are achievement hunting you know what i mean that are just like, there was I, that guy who got banned for doing something on his housing plot that was 
because he was like repeatedly ganking <laughs> that medic to get the achievement for killing a medic, and he put the little. Now stone you're just blurring them both together. Anyway, uh, I, I'm just you want achievement I, I, going going into the achievements. I think uh, if the achievement system was uh, reworked a little bit and a little easier to follow and have a little more challenges to it, instead of you got a double kill, you got a double kill, you got a double kill, you got a double kill. I get it. I got a double kill. I swear to God, if I get one more double kill, I'm going to break someone. <laughs> like, <laughs> like make it make it really worth it and challenging. Uh, I loved going through achievement hunting in other games. In this game, mm -hmm. it kind of just double kill, double kill, double kill, double. Like, I, so I, I have I, to I say get it. before we move on, the the huge problem that I see with the achievement system is that you can't share them. Like you can't look at someone else's achievements, and I can't show off all the cool things that I've done. Nobody knows that I've killed. 8,000 medics or I've killed like 44 million spellslingers. I can't tell people. and That's annoying. I mean, I can tell people, but they're not going to believe me because everybody thinks I suck at this game. So, I mean... We don't help. It's, it's, yeah, I know you don't. <laughs> this podcast is not a good source for my uh, reputation. No, no, and I agree with you. I mean, that's the thing with the... I mean, if you look on Twitter and stuff like that, like, my wall gets uh, filled sometimes where people are uh, posting, like, screenshots and images of their achievements in WoW. And I, I mean... For me, it's it's not a visually appealing thing for me to do, like in Wildstar, because it's like, I'm just gonna show you text. It's cool. Text is really awesome, guys. You should read my text. Like, it's it, it it's it needs a little bit of love. It needs a little bit of help. Um, uh, as for like collectibles, we already have dies. We already have mounts. Uh, we have uh, housing pieces. We have a surprisingly um, large amount compared to other games that were at this point in their life cycle. Yeah, but I mean, I don't think all of them apply to everyone. You know what I mean? Like, um, I don't think housing plot pieces, uh, you know, everyone, ev yeah, everyone has a house, but not everyone is a housing whore. So, you know, there isn't a tremendous amount. Like, you know, me, if you go to my my warrior's plot, it's it's barren. I only put things on there so that I can get the bonus XP. Um, so there's that. The dyes I could care less about because um, the colors that I legitimately want are so ungodly rare that I, me trying for it is like me going out and buying a lotter, lotto ticket. Um, and then as for mounts and stuff like that, it's like, eh, mounts are cool. I would, I would be interested in just seeing more mounts in the game. Uh, more like interesting fun mounts. Um, We're getting some, which is really cool. Um, yeah, yeah. I would say like <laughs> I think the last patch they had one, and then um, they added a see. few cross faction mounts for veteran ship hands, so you can get a mm -hmm. Velocirex if you're an exile, and you can get a Wooly. I think it is. They call it the the Orin mount for uh, Dominion. You can get one of those now. Um, yes. Oh, and I'm I'm with uh, I'm with uh, this person in chat. Uh, if if Wildstar adds a selfie stick into the game, I quit. <laughs> if Wildstar adds a selfie stick into the game, message. it'll be me in PvP over the pile of corpses. Greetings from Daggerstone Pass. Oh my god, that's stupid. Doc, sense. I just saw that picture frame like near the left side of your of your camera there. Uh, there. It's a little crooked and it's kind of bothering me. That's Can the you? point. <laughs> I'm doing it to make your OCD go insane. <laughs> I could just cut it out of the screen. I have. <laughs> anyway, sorry, tangent again. Anyways, um, so I would be interested in just seeing uh more costume pieces, uh, uh weapon costume pieces. I think would be really really interesting because I don't think there's a tremendous amount of just weapon costume pieces. I know there's the rest in peacemaker. Uh, I'd be interested in just seeing. Oh my some god, more of those would be amazing. Yeah, other extra other class cosmetic stuff would be amazing. 
it's there are some cool models already, but having the off the wall stuff. That's which is what I'm so excited for the upcoming holidays. And even the Protostar Warrior weapon is an awesome cosmetic oh, piece. Yeah, that thing looks really, really cool. Um, you know, collectible holidays, that would be really fun. You know, where we actually have them during the year, that would be really awesome. I would I would play the shit out of this game if we had collectible holidays. I would just want holidays. <laughs> and on that note, we're gonna just slowly wrap up our <laughs> podcast episode thirty-five. <laughs> just we're such whiny bastards. We want holidays. We want holidays. Every week. Guys, every week. I don't think you guys realize <laughs> how close to Halloween we are. You don't even know. No, understand. I know. Oh, I know. <laughs> not close to Halloween? Dude, it's March. Uh, we are like seven months. Of, no. Seven months. April, May, June, July, August, September. <laughs> God damn it, dude. One, two, skip a few, ninety-nine, seven. <laughs> 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 okay, on purpose. We have seven months October. Come on, uh, get hype. Halloween, bitches. No, hey, I'm honestly, I'm like super, like, I know, I know I bust your chops, Katie. I know, I know, and I know how much, how frustrated you get that you, we haven't gotten to see it yet. I'm super, super looking forward to it. I, I'm really hyped for it. I legitimately... Uh, and and still super super awesome waiting for it. Um, Christmas and and Halloween, I believe, are the two that are confirmed. Um, uh, but I'm still really excited for them. Oh, and breaking news: we found out that Wildstar has a new community manager. Her name is Kim, whatever her last name is. Her tag name is Clover. That just happened during PAX East. Yeah, C- Clover. Clover Clover's is now uh, the new community manager. Of Wildstar. Yeah. Yeah. She's Yay. she's killed Tony and, and taken his badge <laughs> as as a rifle kill trophy. And that is how they passed that job along. And the previous community manager. Damn it! Why did I know this before? <laughs> the person who gets their badge becomes the new community manager. And fun fact, they get an eight percent raise. What? <laughs> is it a stacking bonus? Because that buff is happening. I'm taking a visit to Boston. Sorry, Clover. Goodness gracious. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we are gonna wind up this week in strange shells from outer space and for those who are still interested date fest is happening on the 15th of march next saturday yes god i hate you so much <laughs> disappointing oh my god yes please guys go to fade fest there's some uh developers that are actually 14th saying of march, they're sorry. gonna be there which i'm super excited about i'm gonna show up to uh fade fest i have nothing to compete with or do anything i'm just gonna show up because i'm interested and i think it's gonna be really really fun uh we really hope to see you guys there as well um yeah uh and on that note uh i'm gonna end the show because doc uh can't because he's Doc. So uh, thanks, everyone, for joining us this week in uh, STOS. Uh, I am Indigo, and with me we have Doc. Hey, bye. Hi! Uh, And crew. Hi! (laughs) Hi, guys, bye! Bye, guys.